ladies and gentlemen, please welcome D-Tech Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. What's up, Ted? What up, Steve? Oh, not much. Just uh, here. Yeah. 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 We're here. We're here. We're ready to rock. It's nice to be back. Last week... Oh, I had stuff going on. Yeah, we missed a week. Yeah. Sorry, guys. No biggie. That's life. You're just going to have to deal with it. Yeah, there was no The Podcast. We'll send you money back. Yeah, there was no The Podcast this week. I was like, yeah, I got something going on. Full-on refund for the for the amount of money that you spent on our podcast. Only 50 on mine. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Times are tough for The Podcast, apparently. <laughs> you do have a bigger staff. I mean, there's three of you. Yeah. Well, yeah. also, we're just realistic about it. Like, you know what? We miss weeks. You don't get a full refund. You only get 50% back. <laughs> Keeping that money. You can apply it to a future podcast, or you get 50% back. Now you just get fifty percent back. Okay, well we'll do that for I'm, the mega look, podcast. We're keeping the money. God, you guys are nickel and dimers, man. Nickel we and are dimers. Hey, look, Steve. Eventually, one of those nickels and one of those dimes pairs up with another nickel, another dime, and eventually it gets to be a dollar. Then it's in my hand, and then it ends up in a stripper's G string. Yeah, look, I'm supporting. I'm supporting people here, Steve. I respect that. <laughs> and you know what? You're not getting crap back from the mega cast either, because I need money for G strings too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Maybe are we going? a brunch. Who knows? But we're spending this money. We're going to Foxes. We'll eat a burger. We'll go to pole position, and then we're going to see some boobies. Nice with that one dollar. <laughs> wonder if their burgers are any good. Where? At pole position. I don't know. I was thinking about going, we could go to Frugal's, the burger place that's the drive-thru right outside of pole position slash Fox's. Because I've had a steak at the A-Crop. Yep. I'm trying to think if I've ever eaten at another strip club. Well, technically, it's not a strip club. It's just a bar that's connected to a strip club where all the strippers hang out, Ted. My bad. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what the food's like at pole position. I kind of want to pull it up on the internet. Let's see, like, what's the menu going on over there at pole position? Yeah, what's the other one down in uh, Soto? Big Dog's? Big Dog Saloon that's attached It's something to- dog because the place is called Kittens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I went in there, and it was like, this is a cool sports bar. That's the other weird thing. Sometimes those bars attached to them, like, I'm like, this isn't a bad bar. Right. And you got hot strippers that are at the bar that are basically there to try and convince you to go into the strip club. Yeah. Which is kind of a cool deal. Oh, yeah, they do have food. That's always what I say is the best thing about Portland strip clubs, too. It's just like you could just sit there with a cocktail and talk to people. It's way less about the, the lap dances, and it's more about throwing the dollars while they're dancing on the stage. Yeah, that's the fun part. Yeah. All right, they, I know they have a burger. There's a picture of it with French fries. It looks pretty delicious. I mean, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Should we just stop the podcast and just go there and eat? <laughs> <laughs> they got four out of five stars. I mean, Steve, that sounds all right. That's not bad. We could have watched the, I love they have an ad still for the, the, the Habib uh, McGregor fight. <laughs> Somebody's got to update their website. I'm probably the only person that's ever been to their website. You know yeah, I don't I mean? think most people go, let's go to a strip club. Hang out, dog. They got the let nitro me, burger. Let me check what that burger looks like. They got chicken wings. Yeah. And they look delicious, actually. Actually, those wings look really good. They got pizza. Check out their Bloody Mary. It's a whole thing. This seems like a good lunch spot, Ted. You should go there sometime. Look at those sliders. Ooh. And you can sit outside with the fire. Dude, the other day. Never I, been more excited about eating at a strip club bar. The other day I meant to order sliders. Mm-hmm. And by mistake, it was Uber, Uber Eats. I ordered like a burger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I was really counting on those little. Sometimes, for whatever reason, I know it's the same equivalent. I just would rather eat three sliders than yeah. one burger. Yeah. I oh, mean, that one burger was delicious. I was like, <laughs> where, all right. Where'd you get it from? Actually, our old spot, Gordon Birch. Oh, 
yes. We you haven't know? gone there since Luke Wilson left us. I know. You got to pour one out guy. for our home. I know, dude. Like, part of me wants to just pick up the phone and call him. But yeah. it's like football season, and he probably won't answer anyway. No, and that was always that was always Luke. Yeah, I would text him like, hey, man, you got time in about an hour to join us on the Megacast just to get an update? Two weeks go by. He goes, what time are you thinking? I'm like, it took you two weeks to reply to that? <laughs> I don't know. Two weeks ago, 24 hours passed. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, even yeah, even when he was in town, I think he'd self-admitted. He's you know, oh yeah, he he could flake out on you, and that was fine. Uh, I'm looking at the they have an early bird burger over at uh, Pole Position. God damn, twenty five ninety nine. Ted daily happy hour. I mean, when you're next to a strip club, isn't every hour a happy hour? That's what I would think. It goes from three to six p.m. and then eleven to midnight. Ooh, three to oh. six. I like that, bro. We got to go on Mondays. All you can eat spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, spaghetti feed. <laughs> That seems that seems <laughs> nothing like going into a strip club with a bunch of marinara sauce all over your body. Right. And then shocking they have a taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday, right? Wing Wednesday. All you can eat wings on Wednesdays for ten bucks. Mm. Bro. Oh my or they sell sixty nine cent wings. Oh my gosh, this is the greatest menu ever. Or six ninety nine. Everything is a six or a nine. I would also think if you got a bar next to a strip club, you want people spending money in that bar too. Like, make it happy hour all day, every day. Oh, bro. Fireball Fridays. <laughs> I think I took part in that. You could get yourself an angry ball. Oh, with the, with the, uh, in, inside the cider? I didn't even know that that was something. Yeah, man. I'm sorry, Ted. <laughs> yeah, crisp apple cider from Angry Orchard, blended with a cinnamon laced fireball whiskey. This is going to set off your weekend in style. Tell you what, man. Sinfire Saturday. I think the Sinfire Saturday. Same thing as Fireball Friday. Slutty Sunday. No, I'm just kidding. That's not one. I think the um, uh, what was I gonna say? What what cider is that? Angry Orchard. Yeah, that one's a little too sweet. Um, I like like the Strongbow. You know, I I don't think I've ever had an uh, issue with Angry Orchard. I don't, All right. I don't remember it being too sweet, but maybe that's the only one I've had. All right. Uh, I feel like I've had a cider at uh the Forum in Tacoma, but I'm not sure what kind it was. Yeah. I'm all about an angry, what is it called? An angry, angry balls. Angry balls. Yeah. That's exactly what you have if you go to a strip club for too long. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> Seriously, this is a, the best commercial ever. Today's episode is brought to you by Pole Position. Enjoy their burgers and their angry balls. And then see Charity. <laughs> Ironically, she's not free. Right? All right, why don't we get our heart racing, our blood pumping, and our brain functioning? Uh, a few people are asking what I'm going to be doing, because I'm, I'm going to be at uh, Without a Cause Wrestling this Sunday. I'm not wrestling. Where is it at? In Everett. So it's You're wrestling on Sunday in Everett. No, I'm not wrestling. Oh, I did not pay attention. Thanks, Ted. You're wrestling this Saturday in Tacoma. No. All right, now I'm just messing with you. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> so this Sunday, Without a Cause Wrestling, I'm going to be a part of it, but I am not announcing or doing anything like that. I am considered a rostered member of Without a Cause, but I'm not wrestling due to my knee injury. All right. But I plan on going and just, you know, being the local celebrity that I am. What time's that event? Uh, bell time's at 4 p.m. So it's not that late of a night. So nice. Yeah, it'll be pr- actually really cool. Uh, Ashley Dunn from the UK, who I'm going to have on this week's Migs versus the World of Wrestling, actually after our podcast, I'm going to go pick him up and uh, record a podcast with him. He's in town for a 3 one battle on Friday uh, for Horror Business. And since he's in town, he's going to also do Without a Cause Wrestling on Sunday in Everett. If you just type Without a Cause Wrestling in, in your social media platforms, you'll be able to find more information, where to get tickets, because they're cheaper if you buy them in advance. But a few people were wondering what I'm doing as my entrance music. And I got inspired by the Megacast for my entrance music. 
All right. I decided I'm not going with a song that was written by somebody else. I'm going into our production library. And getting a song. And I'm finding the the darkest, the heaviest drum and bass dubstep vibe EDM that I can possibly find. And I'm gonna and I, I grabbed something and then I grabbed other parts of other things from our production library and put together a song that's gonna be my entrance music. And I figured this could be a good song that we could get ten to. All right. Are you ready? Yes. I th- I'm very pumped to play this because I'm I feel like everybody is typically as a wrestler is lean, leans usually towards the rock world. You go with a rock song. You know yeah. what I mean? Or you, or you go with something that's familiar. I'm like, screw that. The local celebrity is just going to have his own music that's not written by anybody. It's just mine. No one else can use this. All right. So this is what it is. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh. oh. Please welcome. Hey, Steve. You put me in the intro. I did. God, that built up and I just <laughs> effed it up. Just when I feel like we're professionals. Oh, man. That's awesome. Here it is. Ted Space is fantastic. Here it comes. Damn! Right? That's in our production library? Yes! Oh, that's getting me hype right now. Right? Yes! Oh, I got goosebumps. I, I think I do too. Yes! We're gonna give in a couple of those. Huh. Oh. Chest. The local celebrities here. Suck it! Bitch. Uh, without a cause, is a kid-friendly show. <laughs> All right, let's get ten. Yeah, dude. Right? Yeah. I was like, this is it. Then I was like debating, do I want to hit up like a rapper buddy or somebody to throw some words over it? But I'm like, I feel like it's perfect just the way it is. It is. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's grimy. Yeah, this is like Sunrise at Burning Man, just South by Robot Heart. Like, I need that chunky stuff, man. Yes. Yeah. When I heard it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. These are the guys you're not sure if they're on meth or not. <laughs> and that's kind of what I want to look like. Yeah. Is he, he on meth? He's in Maverick. He might have picked up some meth. That is a dope song. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped about it. Nice. I can't wait to hear it on like actually like on a loudspeaker. Right, like rattling yeah. through. Ted Talks, starring Tech Smith. <laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard one. <laughs> uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, I think I talked about uh, Make It Time for, you know, for all your friends. And sometimes you got to check back in with other people and do that. Please tell me this week it's about alone time. <laughs> Ignore all your friends. That was a bad advice. <laughs> a little bit. I was going to say, also, make sure you check in with time for yourself. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Set up some, uh, I don't know, like prior ground rules or something. Just, you know, go out there, have fun, see every, and trust me, seeing, make sure you spend time with people. Like, I, I, the last couple of weeks I've been doing that. It's been great. 
But also, kind of learned the hard way, like, you got to sleep some, too. So make sure you still carve in some time for yourself. Please, Ted, take care of yourself. Right? Yeah. Dude, it's funny, you know, you said, because I think sometimes people forget the importance of, of value, valuing your time. I had an instance, actually, it was a wrestling thing. They were nice guys. They were like, hey, what is it going to take to have you come wrestle at our event that's going to be in, in Tri-Cities? And I was like, oh. I, don't, I mean, I'm not really, I'm not going to have any pull in the Tri-Cities. Like, the only thing that's getting me booked here is the fact that I'm on the radio, and I understand that, and it's not yeah. like I'm stupid, and I hope that I could pleasantly surprise people with my limited wrestling abilities in the ring when I eventually can wrestle again. So I was like, man, I got to find time for myself and my wife and blah, 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 because he's like, what are your rates? And I laughed to myself, because I'm like, rates? I'm a freebie, man. I, I feel like I should be paying people to let me wrestle. A six-pack of Angry Balls. <laughs> Dude, that would be more than what I'm usually making. And maybe some wings. I'm, I'll be more than happy. And a lap dance. I don't even care if it's from the, the Black Sheep Dave Turner. I'll take it. It's fine. He's a very handsome man. Um, but I was just like going back and forth. And he like, I don't think he was really picking up on what I was trying to explain. And finally, I'm like, look, man, I don't, I don't mean to sound like a jerk. But it doesn't matter what, because he was offering me some cash. It was a good amount. Yeah. And I'm like. Your amount of money doesn't matter. I need my time. Just go to the Tri-Cities and spend... I mean, maybe if my timing works out where I have a free weekend and I can spend plenty of time with my wife and then get away for a little bit, sure. But I like to find time to spend just doing nothing with my wife. That's important to me with how busy I am. So as much as I appreciate the offer... Man, there's not enough money out there for you to make, unless it's like, you know, a ridiculous, like, no-brainer amount. But, like, really, my time is more important than whatever amount of money you're throwing out. Yeah, and sometimes, man, it can be work, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is going to sound kind of sad, but I, I watched this whole uh, I watched this whole special that was filmed a couple years ago on Avicii, the, mm-hmm. uh, the DJ. Yeah. And it's just wild, because he's passed away now, but it's just wild watching it, and he's just like... He's just like I can't keep doing this. Like seriously, yeah. like you, like it's it's gonna kill me. Yeah, you can't just go, 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 go. Right, and it, it was just like I was watching that, and I was like, "Damn," you know what I mean? And it's even when he talks about like his, his anxiety, he's everybody's like, "Dude, just chill out." Like, like you can, you just got to play this one show. And he's like, "When you say chill out to me, like it makes it worse." Like, yep. I, you you guys don't understand. Like, I can't, like I can't do it. Like, I need time. And they showed him when he took like six months off, and he was lifting. And I mean. He looked awesome. Yeah, and then he went down. And then he just, right, once he gets on the road again, it kind of goes down. And then it gets to a point where he wants to quit, and like his friends and managers keep kind of pushing him into stuff. And then, I mean, you could tell he kind of has a break. Yeah, I can understand that. I I find myself sometimes, it's funny, because sometimes people be like, you're so busy. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, theoretically I am. But I'm also very picky about what I do. Like so I, I kind of go in waves with stuff. So everyone's like, oh, right. you're, you're playing hockey, you play music, and then you also do the wrestling stuff. How do you find time for anything? I'm like, well... When I'm knee deep in doing my wrestling stuff, I'm not playing music or playing hockey or I'm playing hockey in the middle of the day when it's really not. It's no different. It's instead of going to the gym, I'm playing hockey. So it's not like as if I'm like, you know what right, I mean? So you're getting like a workout. In. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if you really looked at my schedule, everything is very it's, it goes in waves. It's like, OK, now I got band stuff, so I can't do wrestling stuff for a minute. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. I, I think it's important that you can. I don't even know if that's necessarily the best way to go. It's, it seems to be working for me. I'm able to find that time and that quality of t- time with my my significant other and i just wish i did have though it's funny when you bring up that whole thing about uh, spending more time with friends the one thing i feel like i, I do suffer uh, that does suffer is that i don't have as much time just to do random social stuff that has there's really nothing going on you know what i mean like like let's just go yeah. out to a bar and do nothing 
typically all my social stuff is let's train or let's play music or, you know. Yeah, I mean, look, let's be let's honest. Let's go right? get like, burgers at a pole position. Right, like sometimes when I see you, right, like, like it's like you've, and you've done a good job of like carving in time if you're up in the city. Yeah. But like, right, it would be nice, like kind of go old school and be like, just come over on a Saturday. Like, we're going to do nothing. Yeah. Like, I'm going to cook some sausages. We're we going to watch some that. football. And like, absolutely. Like, like, you know, like, nah, I don't really do a ton. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got our slumber party coming up, but I feel like yeah. we should do that more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. All right. Um, we'll have to cut this one short, but we still got about 20 minutes, I think. Uh, yeah. But when we come back, I have, without a doubt, you know, Paul Allen passed away. Yeah. Uh, which was a super bummer. And it's it's been cool to see how much uh, love he's getting, not only from former players, but from the NFL Network. Like, you know, you don't expect it because he was such a quiet uh, owner that, yeah. uh, you know, it's he, he wasn't like your, your uh, uh, Mark... The hell's the guy? Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Yeah, he Jerry Jones. Right. Right. He wasn't one of those guys. So I was like, I wonder how much uh, tribute he's going to get. And it was really well done. I thought on the NFL Network. But I came across something on Facebook, and it's it's quite possibly the greatest story about Paul Allen that I don't even know if it's true or not. But it's the greatest story I've ever read. All right. It's about something that he did on a date. All right. I'm in. All right. I think you're going to love it when the mega cast <laughs> returns. Play this one. There we go. Yeah, you got it. Back to being pros. Yeah, always. Steve and Ted need to pound a cup of coffee and wake up. The mega cast will return. Since crazed killer Michael Myers unleashed terror on Halloween night. And now he's back. And this time, he's got a bad back. And he can't swing a knife like he used to because the bursitis in his shoulder acts up. Michael Myers creeps up on you with his walker. And he doesn't kill you right away because his prostate is enlarged and he has to use the bathroom first. Halloween 2018. Now... Get off his lawn. Ted and Steve just spray tanged each other and are ready to go. The mega cast is back. So, Ted, uh, it sounds like the end of the concert. Yeah. Like the hacker song. Like it's about to spit confetti. Yeah. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We might be back in. Yeah, you might have to give us an encore if you're going to give us this at the end of your set. <laughs> That's like Summer Meltdown when that, um, uh, Which Manatee, Kim, gosh down it. The, the night I went to, I, I disappeared on all of you and went to the dance tent and, and stayed there until like three in the morning. Oh, yeah. Whatever the guy, Manatee Communion or Communion. I don't think you disappeared on us. We kind of disappeared on you. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah, I just went back to camp. You guys all gave up on me. Yeah, we gave up on you and Bass Nectar. You took off your dancing shoes and threw them away. And it's funny, because I was the guy originally that said, put on your dancing shoes and hat. And I did. <laughs> all night. All I, night I had my kiss, the band hat on, my tank top. 
my board shorts, and my sandals. By the way, Ted is Ted is a real thing now. What is Ted is Ted? Uh, Halloween. Oh, you're going to be Ted for Halloween? Oh, my God. You're going to be Ted from the movie Ted. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Tedception. I wish I still had that Ted scarf. Oh, that's a good call. You know, I'll, check the, I'll check my locker. It might still right. be in there. I don't know if I, I kept it on the move. Here's my only question. It's like a zip-up Ted jacket. Mm-hmm. Do I just go shirtless underneath? Yes. Like full Ted? Yes. Yeah. That way it's like if, if people are like, well, what's under there? And you just like more fur. <laughs> remember that big Ted thing? I, uh, I remember one of my favorite experiences ever was uh, I got to meet a young kid that was battling cancer who's still good. I'm, I, I keep tabs. Like I've lost track a little bit. Just I mean, it's not easy to keep in touch with a... You know, a nine-year-old. No, I mean they never like, text back. They don't, and sometimes you know you're just not in the, you're not able to keep communications. You've run out of things to talk about. Yeah. But I keep tabs. His dad is uh, one of my Facebook buddies, and I keep tabs. And he's still he's still cancer-free, thank God. And it was got nice. scary for a minute where I thought this was not going to go well for him. So I'm, I'm very happy. This kid by the name of Shay, and I met him at Children's Hospital visiting him a while back. And I remember originally how I got to know him was I gave him a virtual tour of the studio through a friend of a friend. She's like, Hey, could you? Do something to just pick up this kid's spirit. I'm friends with the family. Be really cool for him to see the radio station via FaceTime. I'm like, yeah. So I give him the whole tour, and uh, he saw the Ted stuffed animal. Which, oh, yeah. We had, right, that right, big bear. Right. So and so he's looking. I was like, that thing's so cool. I wish I could have that thing. And so I was like, you know what would be really cool is I should go visit him. Uh, you know, Children's Hospital's not that far away. I think tomorrow, and it was actually, I remember it was on my birthday. I told my wife, I'm like, I know we have plans for my birthday, but I... Could we just cancel him and go visit this kid? I think it'd be really fun. I want to bring him this giant Ted doll. She's like, yeah, but the problem was the giant Ted doll, if you grab his hand, he says really inappropriate things. Oh, yeah. Right. So I had to cut his head open, pull out that voice box, rip it out, rip the wires, and then sew it back up. So then he was just a, a stuffed animal. But it was funny because That's awesome. So yeah, I bring it, and my wife's laughing at me, and they're they were like, "Isn't that thing from that movie?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but don't worry." And I told them what I did, and the family was just like, "Wait, you did all that for yeah, that's him? So nice, man." I was like, "Well, he wanted it. It's just really wasting time in our office. I mean, it's cool, but it's I'd rather a kid have this. But I sure as hell can't give you this when the when the doll's demanding beers and saying bitch and ass." Although that would have been funny. That would have been awful if I gave it to them and then he discovered it. Yeah. <laughs> when his parents come back after like they went to lunch, he's like, what's up, bitch ass dad? Where's my beer? <laughs> like, oops. So I wish I had. That would have been funny if I had that because you could carry Ted around with you. Maybe that's just what I'll do when people talk to me. I'll just say very vulgar stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a beer, bitch. Right? <laughs> Hopefully no thunder happens because then you have to go to bed with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Joe. Oh, well, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. No, it wouldn't. (laughs) All right. So um, I mentioned how Paul Allen, there's a story about him that obviously this woman put this out to to make him look bad. And I don't get that. I don't get. All right. Like I saw somebody else that I know that's just like Paul Allen died. I was always told that if you don't want if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. So I'm not saying anything. And I'm like. That's that's not what that saying means. Right. Right? Because you still said something. You made your point. And then, like, uh, what's that politician woman, Charmy, Shravant, whatever, like, she yeah. went off on him for being greedy and this, that, and 
giving money to Republicans, God forbid, and all this other stuff, like the day after he died. All right. I was like, gosh. So this woman, her, her name's Linda, and she goes on Facebook and wrote, Paul Allen died today. And this story is insane. If it's true, I know she's trying to make him look bad like he's a weirdo, but I find it to be very, because I'm just a juvenile idiot. All right. So um, I'm reminded of the one and only date I went on him, went, went on with him in the late 1980s, which truly was the oddest date that I ever went on. We drove around downtown Seattle in a limo while he prank called phone sex operators on a speakerphone. He thought it was hysterical. I was with my roommate, Lisa, and we were both utterly mortified. I can't remember exactly what we did, but we made up some excuse to cut the date short. I also recall being grossed out when he asked me for a tissue, spit something into it, wadded it up, handed it back to me and said, take care of that for me, will you? <laughs> All right. He's the worst. What if it was just a piece of gum? I bet it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good Lord. I mean, we've heard that Paul Allen was eccentric. And, you know, I mean. Most of those guys are. Right. But I'm sorry. I'd be, more, I'd be having the time of my life if I was prank calling phone sex operators. I think that's hilarious. I mean, why put that out? The next day. When he died. Or the day of. Well, because she has a story about him, wants to share it, you know, and. It's a chance for her to get attention. And I just did what she wanted, so I guess I failed in life. Yeah, oh, I don't think that. Uh, yeah, that, I don't know. That's so weird. I think it's hilarious, though. It's like you're in a limo, and he's just... He's calling phone sex operators. Why are you mortified? I I mean, look, I get why that's awkward for those girls. I get not wanting to be there. Well, if he pulled it out, then that would be weird. But he was just pranking them. Yeah, but the only two is like, are they drinking? Like, what's going on? Yeah. I don't know. That is a strange. I mean, look, in her defense, that is a strange it's story. A, it's a very odd date. Yeah, I didn't realize until he passed away that he he was not married and he had no kids. Yeah, he was kind of famous for that, right? I I honestly never kept tabs on his personal stuff, so I guess I never really. Th- I just assumed he had wife and kids, just because he was an older guy. Yeah, that's a hard circle to like meet normal chicks though, too. Yeah. And I imagine a lot of that it's is probably not on Tinder. Yeah, right. I mean, you're Paul Allen, right? Like, I mean, occupation. I own the Seahawks. I own the Trailblazers. I created Mopop, and I also am the co-founder of Microsoft. Right. Like, that's a lot of that's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would have to assume, but he was never like Drew Carey, right? Like Drew Carey was always very open and honest about that period, like a period in his life where he was like sleeping with hookers and this right. and that, and just kind of like, yeah, whatever. I'm a single dude. I would. You know, Paul Allen, I guess, is a different, because he's not a comedian, probably couldn't be, talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would probably hurt stocks or his business ventures. I mean, you know, just because of that climate in any time. I mean, probably he didn't want to come off as being the hooker guy. Right. And not that I know if he's done, done anything No, no, no. I don't know. But I'm just saying it's also kind of like the BS of like, especially American culture mm-hmm. of like sex, right? Yep. Like can't talk about it, can't do this and that. But we spend every waking advertising dollar on selling sex mm-hmm. and everything else. And it's just so weird. It's like, all right, so who, like, and also it's just the BS. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I despise politicians that vote against gay stuff and then get right. caught doing gay, you know, with a, with a gay relationship. Like, right? Because I'm just like, hey, if you're gay, cool. Like, right. No worries. Right? I also don't want to see guys. Don't you start the countdown clock once you see some politician that's over the top anti-gay? 
in whatever their 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 campaign is. It's like, all right, well, let me mark this date. Let's see how soon until we find out that he did something that involved him with another man. Yeah, like honestly, I don't want to hear Donald Trump or Bill Clinton ever ever t- talk to me about values or a family value. Right. Like you're both pretty scumbags. Oh gosh, yeah. Right. Like when it comes to personal relationships, like you guys blatantly cheat on your wives and and Sammy Hagar is wearing late sixties way better than you, Bill. Yeah, right. So I'm just saying, like sometimes that stuff. And also, like I, I've got to the point now where I don't care. Like if you can, like, right? Like if you're a scummy politician in your personal life, but you vote for, like, you make better policies. Okay. Right. Same with like athletes. I wish we could kind of reverse and go back. Like I just want to cheer for this guy to catch the damn football. I don't want to know what he does in his personal life or he's it's not nice to puppies or kids. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to know that. Can he catch the damn ball? Right. Can he make my Sunday entertaining? Right. Can he make me and the city happy? That's all I'm looking for here. That's right. Go Frank Clark. I don't care what you did in your personal life. Right? Like I don't, I don't want to know. On the same token with Russell, I don't want to care. Like you named your brand Good Man Brand. Yeah. Now I'm thinking you're not. Right. Feels like we're going a little over the top with this stuff. I love it in his press conference. He just talks about so he's like, yeah, you know, London was awesome. Blah 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 blah. You know, last time I went to London, I was with Ciara. Blah 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 blah. blah. I'm like, okay, yes, we all right? know. We get it. You're having sex with one of the hottest women. You made a baby with her. Congratulations. Although I love his press conferences recently. Like it feels like he picks one describing word and just uses it and pummels it to the ground. Like yeah. there was a press conference where he kept referring to everything as tremendous for the entire press conference. And this past one in in London, if you go back and watch his press conference, everything about it was amazing. All right, all right. And it was I, I'm I'm convinced that he's got a bet going with one of his like with Doug Baldwin right before he walks out there. He's like, Doug. What word should I use? Give me an adjective, dude. Right. Amazing. Got it. Well, that's the best thing about- It was amazing. The fans were amazing. It was just an amazing, amazing day. That's the thing about the Seahawks and the Raiders. Between John Gruden and Pete Carroll, whoever won or lost that game, neither coach was going to say anything bad. Right. Like, we took some positives out of this, and we're going to turn like- (laughs) Isn't that basically what John Gruden said? I just read an article on Deadspin where he was like, no, there were some good things, and like, we're not in turmoil. We're not like- It's like, dude, you guys suck. Dude, they got their asses handed to them from the minute the game started. Yeah, once the Seahawks, like the Seahawks never open the game with a touchdown. I don't remember the last time they scored a touchdown on the first drive. It's been years. Yeah. And once they did that, I was like, oh, ho, 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 ho. this is going to be a fun game. And then, speaking of Frank Clark, you just watch him, and he's sick, and he's still barreling over their offensive line. I was like, okay. And then Marshawn Lynch is getting no yards. I will say, that is the funny thing about the Seahawks. There's like... There's the Seahawks when I first moved here mm-hmm. with like, uh, uh, what's his name, Hasselbeck and stuff. Yep, yep. And they were dominant teams. Yep. Unfortunately, they lost in that Super Bowl or yep. whatever. And then, you know, there's a couple years where they're they're up and down. But that's what they do. Like, it doesn't seem like they go super down anymore. No, 7-9 and they, and nine is like a, a failure. Yeah, and it's like they have, these, about it. they have these seasons like this year where it's like they shouldn't be good, but like... They kind of win the games they should. What have they lost to? The Rams and... Rams, uh, Bears. Yeah. And, and who was the first game? The Packers? The Broncos. Or the Broncos. And all those games were down to the wire. Right. So it's like, I don't know. It's, it's like, it's good if you're a Seahawks fan. Like, I, I'm still not sold they're going to be make a deep run in the playoffs, but I'm to the point now, I didn't think they would, where I'm like, they're probably going to make the playoffs. I think, I, I said it before the year, and then I started regretting it, because I was like, oh man, I'm going to, this is going to make me look like an idiot. I mean, everything does, so what do I care? But I was like, this is a 10-win team. I feel pretty good. And it was oh, really, nice. It was really more of like a, 
every year I think the Mariners are winning the World Series. So it's like 10 wins, eh, you know, if things fall the right way. And then those first three games where things were not falling in the right or the first two games where the things did not fall in the right way. And I was like, oh, man, this might not be even a seven-win team. This is tough. But, dude, I mean, I feel good about this team really I don't know. A texter this morning was like, they could win. I don't see them losing for the rest of the season. I'm like, ah, you might want to pump the brakes on that. We gotta play, they got to play the Rams again. <laughs> right. And yeah, maybe if they play them the same way and now that the players, the younger players, are a little bit more seasoned by that point, who knows what will happen. But they're playing the Rams in LA. It's a little bit tougher. I could see this team winning 10 or 11 games this season. The only problem I have with anything you just said there is the Mariners win the World Series. Steve, you need to back off from that. Just start I, the year with, they're going to make the playoffs this year. Nope. Every year, they're winning the World Series, Ted. I think it's unrealistic, but realistic to be like, you know what? They could get in on that one-game playoff this year. That's they right. They could do it. They could do it. This could be the year. I, t- I would love that. Just because I've been here so long, just to see. So many of you, the Mariners fans, have been dying for years. Just give them a damn play-in game. Dude, that first half of the season, all of a sudden, Safeco Field was filling up. There was that optimism. I started thinking, I started believing my lie. I'm like, maybe this team will make the playoffs. And if things go well, who knows? Hey, they're still playing well without Robbie Cano. This is pretty freaking awesome. D. Gordon's the man. Yes. Then at the end of the season, D. Gordon's fighting players. They're fighting in the locker room. They're kicking reporters out. They didn't even get 90 wins. I mean, it took effort for them to suck that bad in the second half. It did. Oh, that was a tough one. Meanwhile, the Devils are 4-0. I'm a happy camper. Oh, nice. Yep, two shutouts. Ooh. Keith Kincaid. Nice. Making it happen. People keep harassing me about the Caps, and I'm like, yeah, all right. So I'm not as up on the beginning of the season as I am. I saw that first game. I know. Somebody said something to me the other day, and I was like, what? I was like, I didn't even know we played you guys. (laughs) I don't mean that to be insulted. I'm just saying I didn't even know that game was on. Question for you. I I went on Reddit, and I saw some people sharing some stories about um, the oddest dates that they've ever had. All right. Like, for instance, somebody said, uh, uh, I was at a bar. First time meeting the guy. He tells me over a bowl of eggplant chips that he's so good in bed that the last woman he boned spontaneously lactated from the mind-blowing pleasure of it all. Weird. Which is weirder, the mind-blowing uh, pleasure that led to spontaneous lactation or the fact that they were eating eggplant chips? Uh, the lactation. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm down with page. an eggplant chip. I don't think I've had an eggplant chip. I've had eggplant fries, so I feel like an eggplant chip would be good. Uh, another person uh, said I was my second date with a guy, and he said the exact same things that he said on the first date. Word for word. The same stories. The same quote-unquote random thoughts. The same questions. Kind of freaked me out that I started playing along at first, answered the exact same way as though we were both following some weird script. Eventually, I tried to break the mold and ask him new things, but he would just bring it back around to the same topics as the last time. It was like I was in a computer program, and there was a glitch. Still freaks me out to think about it. I think the oddest one I went on. Yeah, I was wondering for you. Was like a girl, I think we'd gone out once maybe and got drinks. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, we should go on a second date. So I was like, hey, it was like 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 September, right? Good time of year. So I was like, hey, why don't you come over this time? Like, we'll go take a walk down in the sculpture garden, blah, blah, blah. And then there's a game on it, three I want to watch. It was like, like, we can watch it together. So she comes over and then she's like, well, actually, do you mind like, some she was like, "Do you mind if we go to the bar now?" And just I was like, "Oh, you just want to go watch? Like we could skip the walk and just watch sports. Like I'm never going to complain, right?" So the game she wanted to watch ends, and she's like, "So we can go on the walk?" And I was like, "No, no, no! Like not now! Like this is the game I want to see." Now I'm in game watching mode. Yeah, and it was like oh, she was like, "Well, you said it." I was like, "Yeah, I said right. I but I set up the dates that we could I could watch this." Game. 
I mean, it was just awkward. And then she was like a Duke fan or something. And I was like, oh, I don't like Duke. So either way, it just, it was awkward. It didn't work, right? So then on the air, kind of as a joke, obviously this wasn't the reason I didn't call her back, but right. I just was like, yeah, some girl told me she was a Duke fan, so I didn't go out with her again. Because I, it seemed funny for the radio. Right. Well, it's a great story. She starts texting me like, "Is that really why we didn't go out again?" And I was oh, like, geez. "And I was like, no, it's just a joke for the radio. Like, we shouldn't joke about that kind of stuff." And I was like, "All right, fine. Like, it was awkward, but like, what do you, what do you want me to say?" <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> the only weird date I can remember because it's been forever since I've gone on. They say one was not. It was weird, but it was awesome. I went on a date with a stripper, and. All right. and it's, I it was t- during the time where I was going to uh, uh, Rick's back when I lived in Linwood. I would, right. I would pop there from time to time and met one stripper and kept in touch. We email all the time. She's like, yeah, I want to take you out. I want to take you out. I'm like, great. It'd be awesome. Where do you want to go? And she's like, I- I'm treating too. I'm like, stripper wants to take me out to dinner? Great. Hey, so we go to Red Robin. Awesome. Touchdown. Right. I was so stoked. And then she's like, okay, uh, how about we go to the Rick's now? I'm like, all right. So then we just went to Rick's and I proceeded to, and it was cool. But I watched all of her stripper friends give her like dances on her while we were sitting there. But then the night just ended. I was like, I don't even understand what happened. Oh, it was very weird. Yeah, I've definitely been on those awkward ones. I mean, I went out once. Like we were a, just going as friends. Yeah, I went out with a girl once that was like super attractive, and this and that. And like to this day, I'm, I'm like, we went out twice. Like, I thought they were da- I, like I'm still not positive. Like, were we yes. on a date or were we just hanging out? What was it? And that's the same thing. Like, this is like so long ago. I mean, I had cell phone, but this was like before people were like just texting all the time. We still like you use a phone to call and then you yeah. use email to correspond via text. Yeah, and then like she would always send me like these flirty emails, like dirty stuff in them, and I was like, oh, and I think, but like nothing ever happened. Yeah, that's so weird. That was weird. The only other weird date I remember going on, it was hanging out with a chick. We went back to my place back when I lived in Queen Anne, and we were just BSing and about to hook up or whatever, and she was telling me this story. No, we were, we were first, we were still at the place where we were having lunch, and she told me this story about how she was taking people's credit cards that she like worked with and buying Xboxes with them to give to people in her family as gifts. So she's just creating, confessing theft? That's. We go back to my place, my first order of business. She goes to the bathroom and goes, hide my wallet. Yeah, no kidding. Dude, I hid my wallet in my closet. Like, as if, like, I'm going to pass out in the middle of any kind of hookup. Granted, I still ended up hooking up. Like, I was like, that's bad. Not bad enough for me not to want to continue this date. Dang. <laughs> that's how bent I was. I was so freaking horny. Yeah. All right. One more quick one. I definitely uh, had a girl that was like, you know, like, we should, like, I met her through a friend. It was like, we should hang out and this and that. So... Like, we got a drink, and then she was like, yeah, like, let's go, you know, go to your house and smoke weed or whatever. We're sitting there. I tried to kiss her, and she's like, oh, no. Why would you think that? And I was like, uh, and I was like, and I, was, I was trying to be nice. I was just like, I don't think I'm that out of line. Like, you insisted no. we go out. Like, you're sitting back. I'm like, and I was like, I was like, it's cool. And then I, I didn't know what to do, so I was like, I guess we'll still go get dinner. And then we just had a very awkward dinner, and then I was like, all right, oh. bye. <laughs> Did you pay for dinner? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not an I'm not an a hole, Steve. No, I no, I know. I would have still done it too. Yeah, I was, yeah, we went to Jata. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on out of here. Uh, like I mentioned, uh, this Friday night, three, two, one battle. Come hang out. Uh, it's gonna be a blast. It's a horror business. So if you want to go somewhere where you dress up, that's the place to go. It's gonna be a lot of fun. The wrestlers. It's are three, dr- two, one. Yes. All right. Yeah. This uh, this Friday night. I thought earlier you said Defy. 
Maybe I did, but I was wrong. All right. Three to one battle this Friday over at Evolve Fitness. I'll be there. Wear a costume. I'm going to dress as Razor Ramon, but he's a member of the Ramones. So it's Razor Ramones. All right. All yes. right. Very clever. You got the toothpick, right? Yeah, I still have to get the toothpick. All right. But that's why I'm growing my facial hair. I got to get that that five o'clock shadow going. Oh, yeah. And I have a mullet wig. Not so bad. I'm ready to rock. Nice. And then on Sunday... In Everett, it's going to be a blast. I'm really looking forward to it. Some great wrestlers, some great action. Without a cause wrestling, shout out to my buddy Max. He's putting it on. He's been busting his ass. This is his first time ever promoting a wrestling show. So, Where's it at? Um, at the Normandy Lodge All right. in Everett. So if you just go to Without a Cause WA on Twitter, you can get all the information. If you just type in Without a Cause Wrestling on Facebook, plenty of links where you can buy the tickets in advance and save yourself like five bucks as opposed to walking up to the door. Uh, but that'll be really cool. I'm looking forward to it. Your local celebrity will be there. In other words, heel Migs in full effect. Very excited about that, Ted. Oh, and I just want to give a special shout out to anybody going out to Pullman this weekend for game day. Go Kooks. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy for the Cougs. Yeah, 15 years that flag's been going around at game day, and now they're actually going to be in Pullman. Wouldn't it be funny if nobody brings a flag for that game? (laughs) They forget to have a Cougs flag there. (laughs) All right, once again, let's listen to my theme song, Ted. Yeah. It's aggressive. It is. You hear the radio static? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you add that in? Yeah, I did. Huh. Huh. Damn! This Sunday, you'll hear it on the loudspeaker. Chant like Migs. Are your children scared? (laughs) Listen to your parents. Do your homework. (laughs) Don't eat too much candy. Eat your vegetables. Leave me green. (laughs) Don't talk back. That should be your new shit. She's the aggressive and good advice guy. I love it. You come out throwing carrot sticks. <laughs> Toothbrushes. Twice a day. Morning and night. Don't forget to floss. Respect your mother and father. Stop bullying. <laughs> Respect your teacher. Do not cheat on the test. (laughs) All right, let's get 10. Oh, if anyone in the Mega family has a fun story about an odd date that they were on, oh, yeah, share it. We'll talk about it maybe on the next Mega Cast. Maybe. Maybe. If we feel like it. If it's appropriate for children. <laughs> you can tweet us at the Megacast. Share your story or email one of us. Yeah, yeah. You can always email me too. I'll, I'll actually print them off and give them to Steve. Nice. <laughs> See you later. All right, dude.